0: You're listening to Biz Quick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. Biz quick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the Biz Quick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Welcome to BizQuick. I'm Corey.
1: And I'm Julie.
0: And on today's episode, we're going to talk again about mental toughness, self-talk, and all of that. And you might be asking yourself, why are we talking about this again? Well, somebody might have deleted the original recording on accident. So, guess what? Julie and I are recording this again. But it's going to be even better than the first one, but you won't know.
1: It always is better than the first one, but yeah, you will not know.
0: Yeah, so anyway welcome Julie
1: welcome Corey I I'm equally excited to talk about this today because I I think it's an important topic and it's one that a lot of people struggle with um, that negative self-talk and how to get yourself out of it and I've had a lot of interesting conversations around it and but I would like to start by talking about your lack of self-talk what about it well I just I'm I'm just always fascinated by it, right? The fact that you don't really have an internal monologue.
0: That's right, and I think it's just as odd that other people do.
1: Well, you are the only person on the planet who doesn't.
0: Well, I wouldn't say I'm the only person, but uh, it was it wasn't until we really uh, got into into the thick of things with S.P. Pace that this was like kind of a discovery that. W- was made for both of us that yeah. I don't have an inner monologue. And I was like, wait, people actually talk to themselves.
1: Yeah. I was amazed that you made it this far in life without realizing that that happens to people. But I, I mean, I can remember exactly where we were and what we were doing when we had the conversation. And it was just so, I don't like confusing to me when you were like, I don't do that. Right. Cause I was telling you how much I, like, kind of yell at myself internally for, you know, for things. And I get, like, I really beat myself up. And you were just, you were equally confused. Like, why would you do that?
0: Yeah, just stop doing it. <laughs> yes,
1: if only it were that easy, yeah. right? Yeah. So so, um, and then you, you know, confirmed with your brother that, in fact, other people do do it.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, I don't, I've said it before. I'm sure we said it on the podcast. Like for me, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Like I don't dwell on things. I don't, you know, I, I obviously I do have, uh, like I'm aware of my actions and how they affect other people. And, and are all you, that I am, but the, the difference is it doesn't really bother me how it affects others. I'm aware that it affects others, but that makes
1: you sound like a psychopath.
0: I know. I'm well aware of that, <laughs> but, but that's what it is. Like, because uh, that conversation i had with my brother where he was like he he gets all uh, he gets he worries a lot and he thinks about this and if i do this what is this person going to think or whatever and, and for me like it's like there's there's the calculations there's the, the the i'm not i'm not just like running through life blindly like i understand what i'm doing but i'm also like i'm not going to dwell on the the outcomes because at that point the outcome it's already happened i can't go back in time and change anything so no yep. reason to like beat yourself up over something that's you can't change now.
1: That must be so freeing.
0: It's not bad. It's not bad. I'll, I'll be
1: honest. <laughs> so I know, you know, I also really, I, I want to question on something though, just to like really make sure that there's no self-talk that happens. Okay. So I want to talk about a little adventure that you went on just about a year ago. Right. It was, I think, early last June, you went down to Rome, Georgia, mm-hmm. and hung out with um, Chad Wright and some other folks, and um, you did a little shooting, and then you went on this really fun 26-mile? 28 miles, 28-mile 28 hike slash run?
0: It was pitched to me as a 28-mile hike. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that hike also meant run.
1: <laughs> you were unprepared in many ways. Extremely unprepared, Yes, yes. And um, I I listen, I this is when you first told me this story, I was actually angry, be, not at you, but at the situation. But now it's become one of my favorite stories because there's so much humor to it. But you were on that first mile in the first mile. Yeah. And we're like, nope.
0: Yeah, I was less than one twenty eighth <laughs> of the way done. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've made a mistake.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: um, but there was no turning back. No, there's no turning back. And so at that point, it's like I've made the commitment. So, like, there's no reason to like think about, like I can't change what has happened. I mean, of course, I could I could quit at whatever point. I could. I mean, I mean there are options. But for me, I was like, well, I, I said I was going to do this. So I'm just going to go do it. Um, I also found out to that that day that I. Um, have a little lactose intolerance, which that was a fun thing to discover. (laughs) And
1: let's talk about that in another podcast. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But, you know,
0: you said you learned a lot about yourself on that. And one for me, you shouldn't eat cheese before you go on a 28-mile run.
1: (laughs) But what's amazing to me is that there wasn't, like, this, I don't know, like, screaming or this self-talk in your head to try and get you through it. There was just, like, to me, it would become... Like twenty eight miles, a lot of that is mental.
0: Oh, it totally is. But it it was, I mean, I did a a very, I mean, not it was a quarter of the distance in in Zion National Park, and it was was six or seven miles straight up, just switchback after switchback after switchback. And again, it's one of those. It's like I, I don't know. There's no, there's no talking or anything. It's just like turn the corner and be like another switchback. Okay you know, whatever it's yeah. It's like, when does it end? Yeah. And it, like, I mean, for that, like, I mean, obviously like, it, yeah, I don't know. There, there's, there's just no like, oh, you got this or, oh, I can't believe you're so dumb on you. It's just like, it, it's, that's just what I'm dealing with. What is, what is real in front of me? And there's no, there's no, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it.
1: Yeah. I, it's just, it's kind of fascinating to me. And Because I think so much for, for me, if we're, if, you know, if we're, you know, talking in the same realm of like working out or running or certainly not 28 miles, but even like, you know, a, you know, three or five mile trail run, it's, it's pretty much all, it's all mental. Like, cause I know physically I can do that, but my head is telling me the whole time, like, you can't do this. Like, what are you doing? Right. And so I, that's the battle that I'm having all the time. And I can't, Imagine that you went 28 miles and didn't have, especially when, first off, you didn't know what really you were getting yourself into, right? And m- maybe that was a benefit, though. Would you have said yes, had you knew, and it was a 28-mile run? <laughs>
0: well, I mean, it, I knew it was 28 miles. Yeah. I did, The running part, that was new information when we got there. But, um, you know, as I did said in the blog or whatever, it got to the, you know, the first mile and a quarter, get to the top of... This hill, and normally in a hike or, or anything like that, you get to the top, and the, there's two two like prizes for getting to the top. It's getting a break to look at a view or whatever, and then the downhill, which is supposed to be easy. But that's when I found out, oh, no, we run the downhills. That's fun. <laughs> I'm like, why the hell are we running?
1: <laughs> Did but, you at least get the first prize? Did you get to enjoy the view? Oh, no.
0: Oh, because everybody was waiting on me. So I got to the top, and they're like, all right, we got to keep going. I'm like, oh, okay. No, I got I got I did get the uh, Chad point out. He's like, "You see that that ridge over there?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, the one behind it. That's where we're going." I'm like, "Oh, great." <laughs> uh, but yeah. but yeah, I mean, like even halfway through, uh if there was any if there was ever a time that I might have like quit. It was like right around the 14-mile mark. I had rolled both my ankles partially going and we like we're going down a hill and we came up to this road and I knew that, oh, I'm at a road I could potentially like like I don't have to worry about like a you know a rescue team coming to get me in the woods like I'm on the side of the road I could figure this out but no at that point I was like all right well halfway there oh well
1: keep going yeah, yeah. but it, you know it's interesting and I've I had a conversation last week with a friend who was telling me how he is just like almost paralyzed with like the things that he says to himself and so you know, I'm like, I want to dig a little deeper into this. What, what types of things do you say to yourself? Right. And, um, he's talking about like you're you're, this business idea is dumb and this will never be successful. And people aren't ever really going to buy this. And you're not smart enough to run a business. And what are you doing? And all these things. And I was, um, well, first, a little taken aback because, you know, that I would have never guessed that that was what was happening in, the, in this guy's head. And second, I thought, like, would you ever allow anyone to talk to you that way? And I'm going to tell you what he said after we take a quick break.
0: Hey everyone, if you're like most entrepreneurs out there, time is not something you ever seem to have enough of. We get it. There are a million things that need your attention both in business and in your personal life. That's why we created Time Bomb. This is a self-paced course designed to help you determine what your time is worth and where you should be spending those precious hours every day. Right now we have an option to buy the bundle which also includes products designed to help you become more efficient with your time. It's a $70 deal you're getting for only an additional $30. Head on over to sbpace.com to learn more. Time bomb, take control of your calendar, gain control of your life.
1: All right, we're back. Now I'm going to end that suspenseful story for you and tell you, um, except for I don't remember what I was talking about that break was so
0: long. Would you ever let somebody?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you Would you ever let someone say those things to you, right? So like we, we have a tendency, for those of us who talk to ourselves negatively in our head, Corey, we have a tendency to say things that we wouldn't say, we wouldn't let anyone else say to us. And we certainly, we wouldn't say them to someone else, right? Like, they're they're just things that most people wouldn't really ever utter to someone else. Or put up with somebody telling, like, if you were like, Julie, you're so stupid. You're, I'd be like, fuck off. I am not, right? Well, no, I would. I would, I, I don't know that I would say those words. I'm going to try that out. <laughs> but, but... I, and I don't tend to tell myself that I'm stupid. I know there are things that I, you know, need need to work on in terms of, like, getting better at. But, but I, my point is this. Like, we talk to ourselves in ways that we would never let anyone else do it. And for some reason, we think that it's okay. We just, like, rent out this space. And I was telling him the story of um, when we first started SB Pace and... I was really, I wasn't nervous about starting SB Pace. I mean, it was in some ways because it was a really big, um, you know, thing that we were doing, but I was nervous because there was somebody that um, is, you know, both of us have worked with in the past who I had given way too much mental space to in my head. Not getting a name on our podcast, but I spent way too much time worrying about this person like checking up what I was doing, checking on what I was doing on LinkedIn and all these things. And finally, one day you were just like, why do you even care what this person thinks? Like, like, why do you care? Like you're, they're not even in your network anymore. And I'm like, you're right. Like, why do I care? Right. So I kind of needed that like push of like, you're being ridiculous about this, but when it happens in your own head, you don't have somebody to give you that push to say, like, why are you letting like your internal bully live rent rent free in your head like twenty four seven?
0: I don't know why you let yourself have an internal bully. Well, I'm, right, I'm joking. I yeah. know, no, I know
1: you are, but but I mean, you you wouldn't understand, right? Because you don't have one. Maybe it's because you have an external bully. No, you, you are a bully.
0: I I bully people.
1: I know that's what I'm saying.
0: Oh, because I'm an external bully. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah,
1: no. Yes. Maybe maybe that's why you don't have an internal bully.
0: No.
1: No. Okay. Right. Anyway, um, but I had given this friend some some tips that I thought I want to get your take on what you think of these. Right. Okay. Okay. So one of the things that I I asked him when do you um most kind of talk really negative to yourself and he said what I strongly suspected was he does it in the morning first wakes up and he's you know thinking about his day and he's just beating himself up like relentlessly and I said okay so in the morning when you get up for like three or four days I'm like I don't think you'll have to do it more frequently than this Write down like all those like really shitty things that you're saying to yourself in your head, put them on paper, write them about yourself, write them. And I'm like, and then read them. And I'm like, and I, I'm like, I cannot help but think that that will put a stop or at least minimize it. Right. And cause I thought if I was, you know, if I read all these horrible things that I was saying about myself in my head, if I read them to myself out loud, I'm, it probably would make me double double back and be like, "Whoa!" His concern was that. Well, first, what what are your thoughts on that?
0: I mean, I think that's a great idea because you're making this imaginary person in your head, <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're making it real. Like it's written down. Like it's yeah. physical. It's something that you can grasp. It it would. It's not the same as somebody saying it to your face. But sure, I think that's a great a great way to to. I, it's like almost laughing at yourself, kind of.
1: A little bit, a little bit. But I, I think that when you.
0: Well, the same idea of laughing at yourself. Like when you. Like if you're walking on the sidewalk and you trip and you stumble or whatever, instead of getting pissed off, you're like, ah, oh, idiot. <laughs> yeah. and laugh and just yeah, keep going, yes. you know? Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. I would agree with that. His concern was that if he wrote it down and read it to himself, he would validate the feelings and make it worse. Okay. And then I was like, I guess I could see that. I hadn't hadn't really thought about it that way. I also, you know, told them to start looking for some like pattern pattern disruptors, right? So when you catch yourself doing it, and it's really hard at first to realize, like, you know, you're doing it, but to like, it's almost like that meditation thing, right? Where you meditate and you can't start out meditating at 20 minutes. You got to start out meditating at like a minute because meditation is hard because you're supposed to be without thought, right? You're supposed to focus on your breath. So I I kind of gave the, the tip of start to notice when it happens and then put yourself into an activity or doing something, listening to something that like takes you out of that thought. Right. So for me, if I'm gonna do it, if I catch myself like talking trash to myself. I, um, which is ironic cause I don't really talk, talk, trash to people. I mean, I tried talking trash to the DeGroff brothers the other day and that failed every time I tried. So, so I don't do it. Um, I, but if I catch myself doing it and then I turn on really loud music, like I'll stop instantly and it takes me out of it. Right. But you, the key is you have to catch yourself and much like meditation, it's like building a muscle. You have to do it over and over and over, over time. Right, like you can't. You might catch it three percent of the time when you're first doing it, and then maybe you'll get to fifty, and then eventually, you pretty much will just like not be doing it or very infrequently.
0: Well, meditation is something else I don't understand, but maybe that's because I'm just in a meditative state all the time.
1: Possibly, <laughs> possibly. And then here's here's the, here's another thing that um I find this works really well. Um, this is going to be new information for you. You don't know that I do this. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to be very curious about your thoughts on it because you know I like to get your input on things. Sure. Hey, are you familiar with like um, like, frequency music? What are going to call it? No. Okay. So now you have Spotify, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 So um, I have Amazon music and i um if when i go into listen to music i can just do a search on like i'll put in like a genre or something no you can but that's not what i do i'll put in like i've done some research and i've got some uh, i know all these frequencies but i did some research for my friend while i was on the phone with him so if you put if i search on 852 hz it Will bring up freq- frequency music that basically 8- hundred fifty two eight megahertz sure. is designed specifically that when you listen to it to help you with anxiety and depression and like basically like like give you mental clarity and and help build mental toughness, and so there's a whole bunch of like obviously there's there's hundreds of them. Huh and um i was at
0: least 852 of them
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes i was telling him that the first time that i listened to it the first time that i did it um i was listening to one and and i was i was working it's the only thing i can listen to while i'm working that doesn't actually distract me from work right but there's no there's no words in it it's all like chimes and bells and like tibetan humming We'll, we'll listen to it when we're done well, just just a sample of it so you can see. Okay. And anyway, the first time that I listened to it, I literally, like, I thought I was gonna vomit. Like, I could, like, I could feel it, like, in my chest and my. I thought I was going to vomit. I got nauseous and dizzy, and I thought, well, I'm pretty sure that's not how I'm supposed to feel. But I, so I could only listen to it for like five or ten minutes. But now, I listen to it all night long. I sleep to it.
0: Huh, that's interesting. I mean, I guess it's kind of the same concept of, like, white noise or whatever, Mm -hmm. where, you know. Yeah. That's, okay. Was that all the tips you gave him, then? Because we're, we need to start wrapping this up, kind of, but I feel like we need to give some sort of value, other than, you know. You
1: don't think I gave any value Well, no, 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 like, I mean, like, kind
0: of, like, you know, here's the tips. Like, write your stuff down, find the music.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah pattern disruptor right pattern disruptor is probably the biggest one and that requires you to notice that you're doing it and just to be like more aware right i think the writing it down one honestly to me that feels like the one that's gonna help the fastest but i also think that that you know the frequency music is a big help and there's a lot of websites that you can go and just kind of do a search on and and find because even if it It's supposed to help. There's ones that help with like pain and all these different things. So it's just very interesting concept. But yeah, I think from, you know, overall, the whole, you know, mental, like how we talk to ourselves is really is important. Right. Because it says a lot about like how we present ourselves to the world, I think. Right.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I guess that. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I was gonna say I never thought about that, but I've never thought about any of this really. So
1: I know because you don't experience yes. it. But
0: it, it's I, I guess uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's for for me, it, it, it's one of those things where I'm always like, I understand that actions have consequences and all of that, but it's I, I don't know. Like, I guess maybe I still have that that like 14 year old kid jumping off a building mindset where it's like, yeah, you might break your leg when you land, but eh, we'll figure that out when when we get down there. Like, it, it, it I'm going to do something and it's going to be a little more calculated than jumping off a building, but it's like, well, if it fails, it fails. If I do well, I do well.
1: Yeah, and I... But I, I think... So, I, but I, I think there's... It's possible to have both that... Think about that externally or, like, have that thought process, right? Okay, we're going to launch a business and if it fails, it fails and we're going to go do something else and if it succeeds, then go us. Like, we're brilliant, right? But there's the the whole entire path is filled with like decision points and micro wins and micro failures and massive failures and big wins. And all along the way, you know, there's, um, there are these opportunities where you are, if you are someone who talks to yourself negatively, where you can beat yourself up and, and, and bully yourself. And I think, you know, it's one of those situations where if you are the person who always has to stay busy, like if you can't sit down and rest, like you're running from something. And I think the depth to which you have, and again, I'm, I'm not a psychologist, right? Though I did spend a night at a holiday in one time. Uh, I hold on. <laughs> Yay. You, <laughs> we use the sound effect. Um, i i um i just think that when you are that negative self-talk if it's really really bad it happens all the time and you're just like crushing yourself with it that almost to the point where it becomes like debilitating to you like there's a whole different problem going on there right but there are things that we can do to to eliminate and minimize self-talk and I just gave you three hot tips.
0: Yeah. So let's uh let's stop the self-talk people or fix it or do whatever you need. <laughs> I don't even know.
1: <laughs> we can have positive self-talk, right? Are
0: there people who do that? Like are they like they it's They're that,
1: their own cheerleaders?
0: Yeah. So like where you've got a bully like living inside of you, do people have cheerleaders living inside of them?
1: I don't know. I I don't I honestly don't I I sometimes like I'm a cheerleader in my own head, right? But for the most part, like that's a really, uh, listen, the whole notion of like being an entrepreneur or, you know, small business owner is a very, can be a very, very lonely path, right? And it's, we say it all the time, it's a very hard path, it's difficult. And if you don't have the right support system in place, that's cheering you on, and saying positive things to you on occasion and you're the type of person who beats yourself up in your head all the time that's a very very tough spot for people to land in right that's a very tough that's a, that's not a good place to be so you've got to either if you if you're not if you don't have the network that's going to support you and tell you like hey you know thanks or great job or whatever it is and you don't have the ability to tell yourself that, you're gonna, you got a long road in front of you.
0: Well, because I feel like that was directed at me. I want to say thank you, Julie, for sharing today <laughs> and leading this conversation, because it would not have gone well with it just being me.
1: <laughs> it was not directed at you <laughs> at all, though I could see how you thought that it was. <laughs>
0: also, you were looking at me when you were saying,
1: <laughs> I looked at you the entire time we're talking. I know. I know. All right.
0: But yeah, so thank you. Thank you to our listeners. And um, you can find out about um, our business in our show notes.
1: Sure. <laughs> Maybe we'll drop a frequency in there. There we go. <laughs> Maybe we can put Julie's frequency playlist. Oh, perfect. No, he's shaking his head. No, that's not happening, friends. All right. You can connect with us on social media. We are on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we have a YouTube channel. And gosh darn it, go subscribe to that YouTube channel. We're really trying to get to a million subscribers. That's our stretch goal. Our immediate help us to stop being losers goal is just to get to 100. Go help us. Also, you can reach us on sbpace.com.
0: And while you're listening to this podcast or any other pod, just subscribe to ours, like us, and give us a review. We appreciate you taking the time to let us know what you like or think about our uh, podcast.
1: Yeah, we do. We really appreciate it. You can also reach out to us about topics if there's something you want to hear about, if there are conversations that you really want Corey and I to tell, or to talk about yes and or if you want to hear just more stories let us know um also we wrote a book it's a number one bestseller on amazon it's called seriously now what a small business guide to disaster preparedness it comes with a digital workbook and if you've already bought it go give us a review because we would really appreciate it
0: that's it for today's podcast i'm corey
1: And I'm Dr. Julie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this was Bisquick, helping small businesses across America.